0: Hello, everyone, a very warm welcome to another episode of uh, the Psychology Talks. And today we're going to discuss the human factor in business, which is, I believe, very, very important because whichever business you're in, whether you are, uh, you have a business or you have uh, an employment or whether you are managing uh people so it's all about human and the way you deal with them makes a lot of difference and and that is exactly what we're going to talk about that uh, you, you have to deal with people as human as a whole they are not employee they are not just um your client or they're not just uh, your prospect you need to take them as a complete human they have emotions they have other life than your business and when we treat them as a human it makes a better connection with them and that's why i our guest today is uh, the one who is a founder and a ceo of aspiring better human and he helps scale scale a business of people who uh and and that's how he helped that he, he guides their clients that how they can bring the human factor in their business yet grow their business phenomenally and uh, and he uh, he's helped other people generate revenues up to 1 billion and that's what we're gonna talk about today that what is the secret and how people react to them when he actually proposes this solution that you know you need to treat people in a way that that makes them better human connection. So let's welcome our guest, Will Sullivan. Hello, Hello. welcome. Thank you Hello. so much for joining us today. It's an honor to have you today.
1: Oh, it's incredible to be here with you, Andrea. I'm a big fan. So I'm, I will enjoy this conversation, I'm sure. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for your kind words. I'm actually a big fan of yours as well. I really like your content and your work. So thank you for joining us today. And let's see that a lot of people have already joined and they're saying hi. And, and I'm sure uh, they are mutual friends like Robert Berry. He's a good friend. Thank you for joining, Andrea, Michael. Thank you for joining, and um, uh, Mohammed Saqib is there, Khalid uh, Guzar, Magnus, um, Marco, Jarius, Jair, sorry, Jairus, um, Vinod, Yasser, and there's so many people, so keep your comments coming in, and if you have any question in between, just feel free to ask, and definitely we're going to answer. And yes, thank you so much, Andrea. I am a big fan of yours as well. Thank you. So okay, let's um, get on to the topic. And in fact, before we get onto the topic, let's tell us a little bit about yourself so our audience will get to know you better. That why this particular field or when you actually started and when you came into the field, what hurdles or struggles you face.
1: I um, thank you for that. And hello, everybody. I think we do have some mutual friends out there, Amber, and Yeah, yeah. People, this community just supports one another. And I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today. So I really uh, think that I do what I do because I was born to do it. Now, that seems a little bit big and it seems a little bit um, much. But I was born into a very large family. My mother was the youngest of nine. I had 27 to 30 cousins and aunts wow. and uncles. So I grew up in a very large family, which was loving chaos, is how I'd love to call it. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Yeah. So when I went, but I was quite shy as a young adult, and as I went out into the world to start to work, I wound up for whatever reasons here in New York City, being involved with projects and teams and retail stores and not always having the solutions, but my instinct was, I I believe, to just go back to what I did as a child, right? It was always someone in the crowd. There was always someone in the family to, to talk to and work things out. And through the years and through the decades, I found the power of the people, if you will. I found that when you needed a solution or you wanted to get something done, just turn to the folks that you work with. And I love how you framed it, that it, it isn't your staff, it isn't your boss, it isn't, you know, we get very caught up in titles, but when you have the privilege to be a leader, you know, you're one human amongst many, and we all have different roles. So I, to, to, to answer your question, I fell or was born into doing what I'm doing just because I love being connected and surrounded by people. People who are wow.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, actually. And uh, I think that's how we are like in this world, that we are actually a social being. And uh, we love to be, as a human being, we love to be around with the people. But the thing is that there are lots of, I would say, that, um, uh, let's say, cultural pressure or the societal pressure. And they're like, you know, it's sort of, um, I would say, our education taught, uh, mm-hmm. like has taught us in a way that, you know, we try to um, fit people in certain roles rather than, you know, treating them as, you know, as you, know, as you also said that, you know, um, having a boss and then we start seeing them as a boss as like you know putting them in a in that role only or if when we are meeting with the client we just say that okay he's a client and we have that relationship and that actually takes away the Mm -hmm. human factor (laughs) so Mm -hmm. i think that is one thing uh, we should i think we should bring back that human factor that you know we need to connect with the Yeah, it's a human <laughs> so, piece.
1: Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I think I already have this question from uh Robert. Um, where did it go? Yeah, so he's, he's asking that, uh, what erupt. does being a good human mean to you? <laughs> yeah,
1: um, <laughs> that's just showing up as your real kind self, and I think we are all that, right? Yeah. We, we're from all different parts of the world and we we all look different we speak different languages but you can connect with people on that human level and if you can do it through eye contact just be kind and be real that's that's what it means to me
0: yeah that's that's really true I mean it's uh, treating another person as a human I would say it's like you don't judge them first of all don't judge them based on gender on ethnicity on the culture or anything else just Connect with them as a person that, you know, could be a friend or child, or anyone like, you know, just treat them as a person. And that's that's what that's what at, at least it means to me. So
1: well, and- I want to add, um, what I, anyone that looks at my LinkedIn profile, I talk about the 150 million guests. And those 150 million guests were nearly 30 years of what I did at the Metropolitan Museum of Art and i had learned through those 150 million people the thousands of colleagues i was honored to work alongside with that Mm -hmm. most people in that great hall did not speak english they came from around the globe, but you still had to welcome them you still had to help them on their journey and how do you do that you through through that human connection and that human connection is the smile on our faces the, the look in our eyes the body gestures and i i didn't realize it but i had a 30-year master class and i'm so excited that i get to use it in other mm-hmm. venues now
0: yeah that that's very true and uh, like a lot of people are actually asking that what exactly the human factor is so just um briefly tell us that what do you mean by the human factor or in the business or in the spectrum like you?
1: So whether you're, whatever project or job situation that you're in, I always find you need to you know, have the framework, obviously. What is the goal? What are you trying to do? And we all do things in a team. No one does anything alone. And the only way that you can get there is to connect with people. And so when you connect, and I don't know if it's just because of the number of people that have, you know, come through my soul over the years, or the, the large family that I came from, you can recognize talent and you can recognize skills and you can recognize strength. So when you are trying to tackle, tackle something in business, right? We're talking about business and, and being kind in business. You look at the goal, but then look around who is with you, helping you to achieve that goal. And if you go honest and from your heart you can you can connect with people find the talent and let them shine i just i'm a big believer in finding the people that are brighter and quicker and smarter or add to to you and to me that's what this human factor is it isn't just about that 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 brief right that list of the to-dos yeah. you get to check off all those to- dos and you get the results and often a way better result when you connect with with people on a human level because they will show you things that you forgot or any piece of paper cannot include it's it's in that connection with people it's the debate it's the it's the, it's it's just reaching out to people
0: yeah yeah th- that's really true actually it's not um just like, for example, if someone appears for the job interview, uh, the person like, you know, they may they may have like, you know, look uh, at the resume and see then what is the experience? What is the education? Where does it come from? And then, you know, like it's like I would say that just don't put the people in the boxes and, you know, and define them like this, just right. treat them. As they are like, first of all, when we are connecting with any person, we need to remove all the biases from our mind and then connect with them with the, like, you know, open mind that, okay, that person is bringing some value. And okay. rather than, you know, um, processing whatever he's saying, whatever the person is saying with our previous or with the past experience, we should never do that. I think that is one thing that hinders or or block uh, our uh, our vision to actually see the, the person as human. Yeah. The, you,
1: you, you hit upon something that I truly believe in. When you start to look at talent and the people around you, it's not, it, it, it's sometimes the quiet person in the crowd or there's yeah. just something that they did in a very small way where you say, that's the next leader it's usually yeah. not the one that's bragging about everything that they did or the one yes. always trying to be center stage but if you yeah. are mindful and you understand people you can see that diamond in the rough and and yeah. and again i think that comes from what you just said it's not just well this is the person's resume or this is what they did therefore they must be an expert mm-hmm. i i think it's wonderful that you just Said that.
0: Yeah, thank you. And there's a question like, what makes a good CEO running an LLC or corporation? So, what do you think? Oh, maybe you can just get the yeah. <laughs> I,
1: This is a year old for me. You know, I, I I left my former life about a year ago and created this, this company. What I find to be that I've been successful, and I'm not measuring um, the metrics that maybe others would look at, right? But, financially is always important. But if you are actually building a company and building a brand that you get excited to talk about and that you are excited to share, I think that the vision that you have can be shaped and improved. And look at this community, Ambreen. Look at how we're in different parts of the world. We're all supporting one another. And I think that's what makes a successful um, leader because you, you can't be successful unless you're listening to those that are around you and you're fortunate enough to be around you. And so if you if you have an idea and if you wanna start a company, if you're passionate about it, get some focus, um, start meeting great people and consume content, right? Look at, yes. we, we produce content and we help one another. And I think that's great. Yeah. you have to be constantly hungry I'm a lifelong learner and that's the reason I named my company Aspiring Better Human. Because I had hired aspiring dancers and lawyers and you know doctors in New York City but I'm thinking to myself at this point of life I'm going to start my own company what do I want to be? I'm aspiring mm-hmm. to be a better human because shouldn't yes. we always be doing that until our very last
0: breath? yes that's wonderful actually answer to the question i believe that you got the answer and there's another question also on that that and he's saying that i'm a structure uh, engineer uh, student in california and i don't have a strong support system but i truly believe i'm a born to be leader do you have any advice for me to help guide my thinking as i progress in my future leadership positions I
1: love that, Angel. I absolutely love that. The very fact that you said you know you're a born leader, you just have to find the, the you just need to find the community that's going to let you do that. So not every and I and I don't I don't I don't like disparaging companies or other leaders or bashing other people. There are often leaders that are in place that just don't know how to be leaders. A leader's job is to create other leaders and i believe a leader has to become obsolete so they can go on and create a new team my advice to you angel look at look at content like this read be curious and if you need um inspiration i have found that linkedin opened up so many doors for me personally that i could not have, i would have never probably started my own company had i not been watching what other people do and we can learn from one another And that would be my yeah. advice i don't know if you have a different opinion Andrew. no no
0: that's perfectly i mean you say so brilliantly that you know um first of all it's very uh uh, the mindset is really good that he is a bond leader so you know like he has a belief in himself and that's that's a very positive sign and as you mentioned like you know he needs to actually um Mm -hmm. find the support system as you mentioned that there is no support system but the thing is, like, you know, the communities, like nowadays, the world has actually become, uh, I would say, a global village or something. Yes. It's everybody is able to connect like, like the, just the way we are talking to each other. Like we are way apart, like, you know, we are like we're on the different parts of the world, thousand yes. miles apart. But the thing is that we have been connected through this amazing platform. We have been supporting each other. And, and and similarly lots of people are here on this platform and there are lots of other platforms like right. this and there are lots of other communities where you can join you can share your expertise and you can that is how you can build your support system initially like i would say when maybe like twenty years back when there was no internet or there was no uh, such technology then you might find difficulties in finding the people who help you support But nowadays it's so easy. Everything is on your fingertips and you just need to uh, press the buttons to actually go and uh, join the communities. And then you're in, and that's how you share your ideas. You consume content, you find out, you read more books, you read more uh, people like like me and like uh, Will, like we are sharing our content on daily basis. And there are lots of other inspiring people here on this platform sharing wisdom and based on their like experience you can just read and you know become more mature and and i've seen like a lot of people are offering free workshops seminar conferences like summits you can attend and there's a whole lot of worth of knowledge and information you just need to find the ways and uh, that's Mm -hmm. it and you're in (laughs)
1: I, agree, I totally agree with you. And I can't believe that I really, through content on LinkedIn primarily, yeah. I was able to learn so much. The idea Actually. to do video and streaming and building you know, a website, I would have never done that. And I learned it through yeah. watching content, absorbing content, and also the generosity of the community. I have yes. found so many wonderful people, like yourself, where we you just um, connect and we help yeah. one another. It's a big world and lots to, lots to do. And, and you, if you are in the right communities and you have that mindset, you can find what it is that you're looking for, for sure. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay, so like now um, moving further to uh, on the discussion, um, you just said that, you know, like uh, one year ago, like you left your uh, career and then you established the company, The Aspiring uh, Better Human, and uh, <clears throat> Uh, I believe that your focus is more on kindness, building empathy, leadership through, like, you know, making people realize that uh, adding human factor in their business. So do you think that do you do you find any uh, resistance from them? Like when you actually tell them to, you know, uh, focus more on the human factor or focus more on kindness and develop empathy?
1: I love that question because I didn't realize the kindness piece um, myself until I left that that day-to-day that I used to run, right? Mm -hmm. Kindness is a nice thing and you talk about kindness and who doesn't like Mm -hmm. kindness or who shouldn't be Mm -hmm. kind. But when I realized, and I reviewed my entire career and everything that I've done for decades, um, that the piece that, that always helped me to succeed or helped my team succeed, because I was just trying to be a decent human. I was just trying to inject what, what honestly, um, my family instilled in me. And it's you're always polite, you're always kind, and you start to you start to realize, okay, there is that common thread. My, my experience with working with clients or people who are looking um, to solve a problem, because that's why you would need someone like myself, right? You need to solve a problem. You don't get the resistance. To whatever the approach is, or being kind, because no one disagrees with that. What I find is that because everyone is so overwhelmed in the modern workplace, and you have the day-to-day responsibility to keep the the trains moving on time, those those what people would call soft skills, or just trying to be um, connect on a human level, are often never taught. They're never they're never really. Um, um, how do I want to say, it? they're never really honored. They never they're never prioritize, that's the word. They never yeah. prioritize. So now not having the, the responsibility of a day-to-day operation myself, I get to work on that piece that I love the most. And when you work with people and, and the, the consulting piece on it, you can start to help others, because I had worked with other consultants and other teachers and coaches in my life, how they help you look at a situation how they, they help um, you unlock that. And I believe just because of the world that we're living in today, and the unkindness that just seems to be around us in a way that no one um, can stand, if you could bring kindness into the workplace by being a decent human, and you can get a, have a coach or someone who can do that and connect, um, I believe that it's always welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that um, what I feel is uh, initially I mean the people used to focus more on you know just work, work, work but I think this this um, this mentality or this perception is actually changing and uh, people are giving more priority to uh, the kindness and because I I feel that you know, when you actually uh, deal people as you know as as human, or when you deal with them with kindness, uh, they feel more appreciated. They feel more valued, and, and and the and the and the motivation to work for them comes naturally, right. and which is more powerful than you know just when you are actually uh, forced to do something. So exactly. I think that is the main factor, I believe that that is uh, that make uh, people realize that the importance of kindness at workplace.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and just to jump in for a minute, I yeah. talked about the 150 million guests and the billion yeah. dollars. The I put that together when I was leaving my old life. Because, you know, I just love numbers and I'm a geek that way. I just absolutely love numbers. And when I put it together, it's like, wow, this is tremendous. But I, I knew I had goals and I love a goal. I love to exceed goals, right? But I didn't do it with any number in mind. You got there because you do it with the people first. And I really believe that. If you put the people first, you'll figure it out and you can far exceed the goal. But it all it takes leadership and people on the team that want to pull in the same direction for sure
0: yeah. yeah that's very true. And there's a question coming in like he says I'm a huge fan of Warren Buffet and he says uh, you have to understand the fundamentals of a business to run it or invest in it. So what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on that?
1: Yes I, I have I have found that when I've been in different situations or projects that I've needed to, to manage, there is a goal. At the very top, and and like you say, um, I think it's Jarris. I, I can't. Yeah, Jarris. Yeah, Jarris. Knowing the fundamentals of the business, absolutely, because often what happens, and I've seen this, that that if you don't understand all of the basics, and I I spent my entire career in the public realm, so I was always the leader of people that were dealing with the public and face to face with the client. Um, but you sometimes in an organization are given goals by people that don't understand that. And it doesn't make them bad people. But if you don't understand as the leader of your company what all of your folks are going through, right? Whether it's a marketing department, it's a it's a fundraising department, it's the, it's the front of the house. You need to understand the fundamentals or your business will, will not succeed because there will be a tremendous breakdown. I agree with that. Really good yeah. point.
0: Yeah, that's true. And Andrea says that, you know, I think it's need to love ourselves first. And that's, I think that's a wonderful comment. Yes, because the bucket of love never empties when you give. And in fact, it, it, when you start um, loving yourself, that's how people start loving yourself as well. Because, you know, the, uh, the way we treat ourselves is actually just the way, like, you know, people start treating yourself. So, you know, the first step is, Yes, as you said, as and you said it, and you you have to love yourself
1: first. And you have to love what you do, right? And yes. because I, I love I love people, and I love connecting with people. You just you exude that, right? If yeah. you love what you do, there's an energy that comes with that, and and I Absolutely. agree. It it starts from within for sure. You can't yeah. fake that. You can't fake that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, and I actually I said that you know it's like when you work uh or when you love what you do is basically you your mind body and soul are in right. harmony and that is that's what you know it, uh, in physics they say that um it's called the resonant fre- frequency you know every every object has that frequency when mm-hmm. they perform the best and that is where like a human t- Find the resonant frequency when they uh, when they love what they do, and because that is how all your like you know body mind soul it's in a al- lot in alignment.
1: And you can feel it. You can feel exactly. it
0: exactly, exactly. And that's the frequency. Like, and that's as you said that we exude all these things, and that's how like you know you have you seen um, a, a musician like when he is creating the music, and if he loves it. You just love observing that person, the way he actually creates it. And that's what it is,
1: yeah. You feel it, It, it's incredible. (laughs) Uh, Quick story before we go into the next question. I, because I'm drawn to crowds um, on a busy day or a rainy day when when you work in a museum, you could get thousands of people an hour and the doors and the Great Hall at the time could be flooded. And um, I knew who would be the leaders and who would be the ones that would succeed because they were were like me. You run towards that and you're in the crowd and you are just helping people and that energy um, is incredible. And one time I was helping the team out on the floor and I was handing out maps or something like that on a rainy day. And um, this guy comes up to me and says, you love your job, don't you? And I just, he didn't know who I was, what my title was. And I just looked at him and he said, um, I can feel it. And I just remember that leaving an impression on me because all I was doing was handing out maps and trying to make order out of the chaos. But if yeah. we did that in all, you're a restaurant owner. You're, you're a performer. I, the, the, the public sees it and feels it. The team feels it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think there's another question. It's difficult in this work environment to find these type of jobs. So any suggestions for that?
1: Um, I, if I understand the question correctly, Lori, um, I'm a, I just there's so much that's discussed about the great resignation and people are changing jobs and people are leaving the workforce. I don't think that necessarily everybody's leaving the workforce. I think people are starting to look for the things that make them want to jump out of bed from them, the things that they love to do. So I, I know from friends and recruiters and people who are in the HR world, it's very difficult to fill positions. So my advice to you, um, Laurie, would be, start really thinking about what is it that you love to do? Is it working with the public? Is it working in an office? Is it working remotely? No judgment here. But start looking for those opportunities because organizations are having a difficult time to fill them. And because it's such a big world and so many companies are in need, I would suggest being pretty bold and and even on social media, these platforms, you can connect with people who may know people who are looking for just exactly what it is that you want to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think um, that uh, there are jobs available if they, if if you find what you actually love uh, to do. And uh, for example, I, a lot of people actually ask me that they have been stuck. In a job which they don't like, and or maybe at that time they did not realize their passion, but they realize it later. And they may be like um, they may be making good money from the job, but uh, their passion is somewhere else. So I actually recommend them don't leave that job just because you realize your passion, because of right. course you have to pay the bills as well. And mm-hmm. if the, the right. if you if that job is actually helping right. you pay the bill, so you just don't need to resign it at you know just find your purpose find your passion work on it maybe like that's why a lot of people do the side hustle so Mm. like start exploring that what you can do with your passion once you develop the expertise once once you um develop your identity in you know in the area where you're passionate about and then you like slowly and gradually move to your passion and that's how it is like you know it, these things take time and yes. uh, you need to you know work on that it's not it doesn't happen Like and passion doesn't mean that you know you're just born good with it that means that you like what you're doing but you need still you need to work on it to develop your expertise it's not something that you're good at it and that means you're born with all the goodness or you're master at it right. you still need to develop the master uh you need to develop expertise in that particular field.
1: There's okay. that self-awareness too, right? Because I, late in my career, I love—I absolutely loved my career and I loved what I had always done. I just knew it was a, I, I was at a growth point in life and I just listened to myself and knew you take that next step. Everyone's going to have those different steps and they're going to have those different moments where you know what's right. And I agree with you. No... No set of circumstances or no job of creating your company doesn't mean that everything's easy. Everything takes some sort of work. But it's work is enjoyable or the the tasks are enjoyable when you find what it is that you love doing. Then it doesn't feel like work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I just um, I want to ask that, you know, like what are the actually what are the ways you help your client to uh, instill the kindness or to promote kindness or empathy in the the workplace. So.
1: I I think there's two things that any organization needs to look at. You need to first look at how you're structured. You know, I'm always curious to know how a company or a group or an organization sets themselves up because most of the time, if something isn't set up properly, there's disconnects amongst different teams. And the second thing is you really need to look at the people that are in those roles. Now you can have some really good people, they're just casting the wrong role. And then it creates friction in the workplace and it doesn't work. So be and anyone that I work with and any time any project that I've ever been on, you need to just get in there and first be a good listener. Ask those questions. How is it set up? How how who's on the team? And sometimes you just have to suggest adjustments like that first I don't and and there isn't a recipe but there's one way to do it every organization is different and everyone has their different needs so I love going in to see how it's set up where are the roadblocks and make some suggestions on on the people part because once people are in the right roles the kindness flows if you got the yeah. right people in the right roles, you, you, you don't have a course on, okay, now we're gonna have a course today on how to be kind, right? If you are yeah. honest and you set it up right and you have leaders who believe in the team, the kindness happens because you can't teach kindness in that specific yeah.
0: way. Yeah, I, I think that's a very good point that, you know, uh, that actually as a human being, we are kind <laughs> but the thing is that uh, we just need to create the environment where people respect each other and uh, the main the most important part at the workplace is that the alignment of everyone like you know the vision needs to be aligned that you know everybody needs to be working in the same direction and that's that's when, really like you know it it comes uh, the respect part or the the value part comes in like you know when like in the in the, in the entire team people know that they are working for the company right. achieving the same goal. It's not something that you know they need to be it's or have some separate goals. It's not. It doesn't. It never works like that. The, the alignment of the goal is, I think, is very important.
1: Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I think like a lot of good comments are also there. A lot of people are sharing a lot of good comments. Like, of course, we need to love our job and work on the skills. Um, okay, so now um, I know we can go on on this topic because this topic I can
1: talk is, all day. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. But the time of my show is like limited at the moment. So um, before I actually close the show, well, what would be the one advice would you like to give to our audience today?
1: I think we're in a, a transformative time mm-hmm. and the world is changing. And yeah. I she, uh, the advice I give to anyone is, is what we talked about here today. Look to see what it is that makes you tick. Look to find ways where you can um, connect to those things that you value most. And through that, you can start to build a community, to build a support structure, to um, really transform the workplace because it's changing as we know these last couple of years and it's going to continue to change. So if you start to really look at the human element of work and putting people above the profits, knowing you need the profit, right? Because the business needs profit. If you focus on the people, the solutions will come. So that's my advice, people first.
0: Yeah, I think that's a wonderful advice that um, actually, um, when we stop chasing money, it actually comes Come to, to us. This yeah. <laughs> is yeah. it, uh, the irony of the situation, I would say that it's not like, you know, uh, in fact, last week, I also like uh, created this post on this, um, that you know, the, the uh, consciously you work so hard on something, the worse it gets if you want to chase the money consciously it will move away right. from it like you right. need to be in the flow relax right. yourself and then focus on the purpose focus on the vision and then everything will follow and I, and these uh, I would say that um uh, focusing on people kindness these immaterial things actually matter the most and when we give them the importance the due importance Everything, you know, gets in the alignment. So, yeah, I think um, uh, that's a wonderful advice.
1: And the last thing I would say, the last thing I would add, one of my favorite quotes is from Maya Angelou. And Mm -hmm. she talks about people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. People will never forget how you made them feel. So if you're doing that in business and you're a leader, you just think about that there's power in that how yeah. you make someone
0: feel yeah and that's that's very powerful. powerful absolutely absolutely so thank you so much and uh, before i actually say goodbye to everyone tell my uh, tell all the audience that how they can reach out to you
1: um mostly you can find me on linkedin you look at uh-huh. uh, look at linkedin i'm building a website um which mm-hmm. will launch in in um September I lost the month. Okay. like it's almost August September um yeah. aspiringbetterhuman.com and I could okay. put it in the
0: chat but, okay um, I think yeah this is, LinkedIn um, is the best way this to is find the one you. right the aspiring yes, human exactly. yeah that's great so this is how you can actually uh connect with Will if you have any question or if you want uh, his support or advice just feel free to reach out mm-hmm. to him Uh, on the LinkedIn or any other social media is available. So uh, that's one thing. And the other thing I just uh, would like to uh, before I uh, close this show that um, watch out for the book that I'll be launching within two weeks time. This is and and this uh, the the algorithm of life series is uh, actually the name of my book is the algorithm of life and uh, so watch out for the book launch um subscribe to um the newsletter on the psychology talks.com to stay updated so and lastly thank you so much for joining whoever like um joined from different part of the world and commented and asked questions to make this discussion more lively and Uh, And I thoroughly actually enjoyed the discussion with Bill today. So thank you so much for sharing wisdom, your experience, your insights on the topic today.
1: Thank you so much, Ambreen. And thank you, everyone who joined in today and watching the replay. I appreciate all of you.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. And bye-bye. Bye.